2020, Springfield, Missouri experienced a 1.7% growth. But then again, who didn't? Am I right? My alt for that one was, in 2020, Springfield, Missouri experienced a 1.7% growth. But you still look good, girl. Live to a hard drive from the 16th floor of the Hammonds Tower. Listen to Springfield, America's number one podcast about restaurants in Springfield, Missouri. My name is Andy Carr. And my name is Dan Howell. And boy, Andy, am I tired. You trying to make it peak? <laughs> Just because I said that thing before am we started? I? Am I? Hey, you know, I'm, I, I've, I, boy, <laughs> listen, I just had a, a raucous dinner. I, I'm, I'm, my bones are warmed. I've been out in the cold wind and I put on a hoodie and I've had a couple glasses of wine. So maybe my voice is a little yeah. louder than it was just Lucy three Goosey hours ago. Whenever we recorded an episode, uh, <laughs> I would describe it as all those things. <laughs> I anyway, I was saying I was tired. I, yeah. was, I was going back to the bit where oh, we're still doing we're that. Tired. No, we're not. It's been gone <laughs> for like months. You're just actually tired, though. A little bit. It's 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 a fairly late record. Yeah. One of our later ones. I'm not tired, Dan. Oh, OK. I feel like I should be wind battered. Mm-hmm. Long day. Long day at the podcast. Crispy batter. Crispy batter. Is that a crispy battering? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's the only way I do it. You uh-huh. know? Just slathered myself in uh, cornmeal and butter. <laughs> yeah, this book <laughs> yeah. is butter and batter. Uh-huh. Sure. What's happening? I don't know. It's embarrassing. You're this, tired? Somebody said they were excited to be a part of this. <laughs> Still excited over here. <laughs> a little concerned, maybe, about Andy's health, but. Yeah. No, don't bathe in butter. Well, listen, there's to, always concern for Andy's health. I know. Yeah. To, to be fair, that's been the last two and a half years of listening <laughs> yeah. to this podcast. Oh, good. So. Yeah. Uh, that's the voice. Uh, do we say your last name or no? It does. It does. Oh, yeah, it yeah, no, you can probably dox me as fully as you want. Okay. This is Tim Rourke. Hello. <laughs> Hi, wow. Tim. And uh, Emily. Hello. I, I, again, I don't know about first names, last names, does whatever. Whatever you're comfortable I'm saying. I'm Emily Cowan. Emily Cowan. Wow. Shout out last name. Yeah. E- Emily Just Cowan, who had been an internet only friend I know. until today. Wow. It's a Big moment. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we didn't acknowledge this when we met in person, but yeah, we've communicated a fair amount online. Yeah, we're some Twitter Over friends. the last year or so. Yeah. Say. Uh, mainly just complaining slash discussing teachers about teacher stuff. You need those people. You yeah, know. for sure. Yeah. And then Tim. Mostly we, an internet friend. Yeah. I was going to say like 95% yeah. internet friend, but we met in real life before that. A handful of times. And just yeah. kind of kept in touch on the internet. And you're a Tower Club member. I am a tower uh, club member. Long time, uh, full, the whole the whole time listener, right? I'm pretty wow. Yeah, I think I'm a I'm a day day one listener. Yeah, should specify these uh, designations are all between <laughs> Andy and our guests. <laughs> uh, the, the between the guests and I, total strangers. Yeah, brand, uh, brand uh, new. Uh, you know, I, I, I guess not any longer. We just shared a a lovely dinner together. Yeah. So I, I I would say uh, you know we've had more meaningful interaction than I've had with a good amount of my friends in a long time. <laughs> it's so, true. Uh, we are best friends and yes, I will <laughs> be your best man Tim. <laughs> wow. <I> accept. <laughs> wow. And I, I, whatever that entails, I, I'm I, not a hundred percent sure. I did go to the tux store this week and, uh, we're getting set six tux. Oh yeah. And, uh, apparently the seventh is free. So we're trying to figure hey. out who to tux. Wow. Hey, 
Maybe it's Dan. Wow. <laughs> Seems like kismet to me. You just got a free seventh tux and a new best man. And shout out to whoever the last best man was, the former one. He, he seems like a great guy. Friend of yours is a friend of mine, obviously. Do you want to reveal who's officiating your wedding? Oh, yes. It, um, a former guest of the show, the and one and only businesswoman. Yes, business. Well, woman. woman in business. <laughs> Sorry, woman in business. Yeah, uh, there's a difference. That would be Lillian Stone. Wow, that's so cool. Yeah, we're pretty. We're pretty excited about. She's it. She's so cool. Yeah. We also convinced her to write our uh, like little bio for our wedding website. Oh wow! <laughs> she because vows. Convinced her to write your vows for you. Idea. Well. We didn't want it to be just about touching butts. So, <laughs> <laughs> so are you are you concerned at all about her making the crowd bus up too hard? Like, <laughs> do you think that it might take yeah. away from like they're they're supposed to be in total awe of your love and just like j- like uh, kind of crushed by it and made made sad and weak. <laughs> Uh, but are you afraid Wait. that she will that have you had to talk to her about this and, and, and make sure that she, uh, she keeps it? She honestly, she could take the whole crowd. She could. Oh. She could basically usurp Absolutely. the wedding from you and it could become a Lillian Stone event. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, um, we want them to laugh and also cry. Mm. So the writing of the what did you call it? A bio? Our, our bio? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's because of the bio segments. I just have it in my mind. <laughs> yeah, you should have had Andy do a bio segment for your wedding. <laughs> the in the year of the 2007 bio. at such and such Lutheran Church <laughs> on Seminole Street. Yeah, yeah there's there's no uh, newsletter articles to, to steal from. <laughs> oh, them, so. it's too bad. I was actually in the newsletter once as a kid. <laughs> oh, really? That's probably before we were together. Yeah, I was like seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they interviewed me about kids watching TV, I think. Whoa. Anyway, then I got to go to the offices and take a picture of like me like holding a remote control like <laughs> this. Where did you come down on TV? <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, man. Man. Were you not My pro parents TV? had some strict TV rules, though, so I probably just spouted some of their... Anti-TV. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What, what was... Uh, we've had people who are anti a lot of things on the <laughs> podcast and, and we love to host them <laughs> but anti TV I don't know about so that what was what was the the best thing you were not allowed to watch Ooh, good That's question, question Andy wow. hey thanks we should compliment each other on our questions <laughs> for, <laughs> for me it was the Simpsons I was just gonna sure. say yeah. the Simpsons I went through a bachelor phase mm. like in fifth grade mm. which I you know I don't watch that anymore but that could really warp your young brain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think maybe American Idol started out as something mm-hmm, we weren't yeah. allowed to watch, but they gave up on that. Is idolatry? <laughs> <laughs> We've never s- discussed on the show before, but I was a pretty avid American Idol Were watcher you? during like the first five seasons, and mm-hmm. I kind of hold that number five in mind. I would watch it with my mom. And uh, maybe my middle brother during like the the first season that that first season was huge. Oh yeah. But I remember, as a child, I I, I need to look up what year this is. But I remember being like viscerally angry that Taylor Hicks won. <laughs> I was so <laughs> mad. I was just like, he's like fifty. He can't be the idol of America. He's. <laughs> 
He's so old. I was a little ageist. Uh... And you know, and I've I've been proven wrong countless yeah, times now. Like by you've never the... seen the Pope before. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, you know, I I mean, Taylor Hicks has all obviously had a bunch of smash hits since then. So I I, I was proven <laughs> dead wrong, but uh, I stopped watching American Idol at that point. Wow, I was perturbed. Yeah, I really appreciate that personal anecdote. I think we were talking about dinner uh, at dinner at how little. We know about you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you keep it so close to the vest. So. Well, yeah. And that was all made up. So <laughs> <laughs> pretty still close to the vest. But the American Idol thing's real. Oh, 100 percent. OK, <laughs> yeah. Chipping away. You got one, Tim? Show you could That's watch? a great question. I'm sure that I did, um, but that I would actually consider good. Probably not. I like I mean, maybe like South Park or something. Yeah, like I, I, I've never actually like watched any of the symptoms that's Simpsons. the one yeah. we so. were not able to watch simpsons was fine but south park was yeah. was off the table i knew better to even ask sure this, oh yeah i had this thing happen i may i probably have talked about this on mm. on the show because i've talked about my entire life on the show and this like, is dan the second episode that we've recorded today <laughs> that we've talked about south park on <laughs> oh is that right yeah <laughs> i don't remember that <laughs> yeah um, it was only three hours ago <laughs> um yeah I, I realized that a lot of the things that i was allowed to do or a lot of things that I was banned from I'd like self banned. I was just like mom and dad wouldn't want me to watch this and come to find out a lot of that. They would not have cared static uh, shock. That guy's dangerous. <laughs> they wouldn't want me watching this. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like total request live. I was not banned from MTV sure. as far as I know, but like I would rush home from school in middle school to watch total request live with Carson Daly. Got to see got to see if corn beat in sync sure. today. You know, sometimes corn would you know every now and again corn would come out absolutely and Uh, you get the jinko kids in the studio instead of the instant kids i had a dream about jinko jeans the other night oh yeah it was a good dream (coughs) yeah i wanted them when i was a kid i was we got we got them at half and half of half they were already one of the sides was already ripped up it's like you know what i can convince people that was my foot that did that sure anyway i had a dream about jinko that's all I, I can't imagine that you have the correct body for Jinko's Andy. What does that mean? I don't. I, who does? That's like, like, who is built like that? Great point. No one, but like especially Andy. I don't. There's like a yeah. I think I feel like you got to be tall to pull him mm-hmm. off, right? Oh jeez. Well, I've seen a lot of short freaks wearing. <laughs> they, they had, you know, like there were like the sixty dollars. If my memory serves, there were like the sixty dollars Jinkos where they had like double the amount of denim of a normal pair of jeans. Sure. They had like the $40 ones, but they had the small Jinko label on the pocket, like a small one, not mm-hmm. one of the gaudy ones. They had the $40 one, they just like Levi, look like Levi's. Sure. Like for my birthday or something, my mom got me a pair of those, and it was like, it was the best. I had the Jinko mm-hmm. jeans. I didn't have to look silly because they did look silly. Sure. I thought so then. Uh, y'all had Jinkos? Y'all have like brands you I were excited to wear, like obsessed with? No? Mm-hmm. Hmm. No. I got an Abercrombie shirt once in like middle school and like it had the logo and it was one of those things that, you know, I just wanted because everyone else did and it was itchy. Oh, like the backside of the logo was hand stitched or something. And so there's mm. like and I, I hated it. So you were done with that. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't go well in middle school. I think seventh or eighth grade. I decided I was just only going to wear Adidas. Oh, okay. I don't know why I did that, but I did. It's pretty cool. Yeah, Adidas cool and like d- uh, double-sided WWE. You're still wearing bracelets. Adidas. Look at you. I do. I do have a certain level of brand. I like them. I like the way the designs. Sure. 
Is this everything you dreamed it would be, Tim? Yes. I mean, I actually also have a modern day like uh, brand loyalty. I only wear creative recreation shoes. Now, I think kind of defunct uh, California like shoe company. Oh, so they're going to be so, real hard to find eventually. Yeah, but they like they've they've died and come back a few times. Huh. I don't know yeah. what's going on. You with can them, find a lot at Nordstrom. On Nordstrom's right. website. <laughs> I just looked Party on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Tim and Emily, you're here because we asked people from the Tower Club if we did tell us if they wanted to come on and you responded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're fans. Yeah. yeah, and so you're here. That's great. This was going to be a Tower Club episode, uh-huh. full disclosure. And then the person with whom we were going to record tomorrow had to cancel. Sure. So we moving up. We promoted you. That's right. I really That's wish good. we had waited to tell them that until we were all on air. That would have been a fun review. It would have been Oof. fun. Did sure. we not? Yeah, we did. Yeah, well, we he, they that. asked we what was coming up soon. They yeah. asked what the next restaurant was going to be. Because well, like, I was preparing uh, for the preheat. I wanted yeah. to see if oh, I could preheat with you guys. Are, yeah, we already did preheat. We, did the we, preheat. we recorded that earlier you know today. What? Super fan. You know? It seems like we might as well transition into that right now. My preheat, we're mm. doing progress today. My preheat was the word parking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is why they got hybrid spaces there. <laughs> First time I was ever, to park, ever able to park my... My 10-year-old Prius in a hybrid oh. parking space. It's wow. preferential parking. You're right there in front of the sidewalk. You don't have to walk that extra 10 feet on the asphalt. I got to park in a special place. I mean, I think pretty highly of what we do here on the podcast, so I generally just go for the hero parking spot whenever I see it at, at Hy-Vee. <laughs> hero? Yeah, like those, fire, who are, those who are served. Yeah, yeah. Anything like that. Uh, um, um, I, I usually kind of just I figure that podcast has been grandfathered in. Yeah, I pulled up there today. Uh-huh. I was all excited because when I went the first time this week, I saw they had those hybrid places and I, I parked in it. Wow. Yeah. Short walk. It was real short. It's very short. And uh, I walked very far. This is this is wild. And it's going to sound like I'm making it up because it's so perfect. <laughs> I met a little goblin. <laughs> 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 Gave me a golden token. <laughs> no. Parked. There's three. There's three uh, hybrid spots there. One taken up by a big white truck. Wow. Big white truck. Clearly wow. not a hybrid truck. Just just parked in, in the closest one to the door. Mm. The enemy of the podcast. The yeah. Big white truck. Mm-hmm. They're just, you know, they're just gonna coal roll out of there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just really get that spot sticky with coal. Yeah, rev it up. Get the uh-huh. black smoke coming out. Yeah, it might have been a hybrid rolling. truck. I'm not sure. It didn't look like one, but it's a big white truck, uh-huh. pristine. And then I pulled my ten year old hybrid car up there. Sure, just kind of scoot it up. <laughs> really loved that. Anyway, that's probably the best part about progress. No, <laughs> is that right? I think my pre preheat was aug press. Yeah, <laughs> was my was my word I chose, and only five dollars a month gets you access to the Tower Club, <laughs> folks, uh, where you get the exclusive preheat segment, uh, where every couple weeks you get a one word preview of the restaurant that we're gonna be trying. Uh, man, it's it's such it's the exclusivity, yeah, that that our Tower Club listeners uh-huh. love. What do you what do you What's the best part of those Tower Club episodes? Would you say to to subscribers? I don't even listen to the dang things. That's right. You can't. Not really. <laughs> Unless you send it to me. 
I kind of like what you what what you eaten with your thumbs when you guys just talk about Hades for oh, sure. Yeah. Sure. And that that's not the actual we didn't have a name for that segment. It is the name now. That's much better than <laughs> anything we could have ever come up with. What you eat with your thumbs. I, I was definitely again trying to think ahead for how to be clever in a bonus episode setting, you know, sure that. And sure. so, you know, I was, I was prepared for, for those. Any, I mean, any of the, that you need to get out right now, any <laughs> bonus episode specific stuff you want to lay on the table right now. That is fine. Yeah. It was just the thumbs and the preheat. That's <laughs> just yeah. that's about as much as I prepare for the bonus episodes. <laughs> I think it might be more. I'm just now realizing that <laughs> we've given our listeners no information about you two beyond your names and the fact that <laughs> you're getting married maybe to each other, maybe not. <laughs> I don't think we've provided <laughs> Tim and Emily. Please tell us a little bit about yourself to contextualize sure. your remarks about the food. We'll talk sure. about Smart here in a little Andy. bit. Good Andy. Good job. Yeah. Should have done that before I started talking about the restaurant. Oh, no, and, and no. I'm sorry. Uh, parking at the restaurant. <laughs> You no longer live in Springfield, but you both grew up here, right? Yeah. Do you want to give the overview of... I'd love to. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yes, we both grew up in Springfield. I was born here, so I'm a lifer, but Tim... Mm. I think I have more years here, though. Probably. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) We live in Chicago now. I was not. Shame. Yeah. So are you really a Springfieldian? Anyway, yeah, he is. We we live in (laughs) Chicago now. I'm a teacher. The Big Onion. Don't they call it? <laughs> no. I think it's a bean, Dan. Stinks yeah. like an onion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what else do you want to say about yourself? That's so uh, funny. <laughs> what? The big onion. It's very funny. It's like an apple. Yeah, get it. It's like the other big city. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like onions are more used than apples, though, in terms oh, of absolutely. cooking. You also can caramelize the- them both. Yeah. The oh. Onion headquarters are in Chicago. Oh, so. yeah. oh really? Oh, That's yes. The big yeah, onion. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Good job. Wow. And they occasionally employ our mutual friend, Lillian. That's right. I guess we're friends. Not like you are with her, Emily. Right, but. yeah. Lillian and I did go to high school together. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, she moved up there pretty soon after we did. So Yeah, you could say she was following us. Yeah, yeah, I hope. <laughs> I would say that. <laughs> Yeah, we've decided here. I'll say, I'll say it right now. <laughs> that that's what happened. Yeah, Lillian, if you're listening. She followed you. You followed me. Thank you. And I guess the, the, the reason <laughs> we're here is not just because of our you know Springfield heritage. It's Emily and I have been fa- following Andy's work for a long time. Um, yeah. We're both sure very big Sister City fans. Yeah, mm-hmm. Tim has sent me messages that have made me cry just oh. after of nothing, just saying really nice things. Okay, but... <laughs> You That's literally put out one of the best records of hey, last year. Yeah, so. yeah they're all true. Eighteen-year-old um, <laughs> me is is freaking out right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we we may have seen each other at a sister city show. Then never I seen a live. Never, so, well, <laughs> never mind. Then. <laughs> Sorry, thought you were real fans. Yes. <laughs> I think we came in a little bit late. Yeah, yeah. May twenty-first. Wait, we played with Modern Epic a few times. Okay, that was before I was with them, though. Oh, okay. I was like wow. the third bass player. Oh, bummer. Yeah. Anyway. You you'd sent me nice messages before, and I think that's how we kind of started talking on the internet after having met in person briefly a few times. Yeah, through through whatever random. I, I also listened to uh, all of the episodes of Golden Age of Everything. Oh. <laughs> nice. Another, You're the one. Yeah. So you have heard my work before <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that was a that's a fun concept. I think maybe yeah. that's the one you need to bring back, Andy. Yeah. Here's the thing. Somebody else started a podcast called the same has the same name. Mm, yeah. Strike them down. <laughs> yeah, that was a good name too. Would that I could. 
It you heard my former name. roommate on there as well, mm-hmm. Josh, who I just mentioned on the Tower Club episode. Oh, boy. We're 21 min- minutes into this episode. Wow. And to 21. Think it, it only feels like 60. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. You, you didn't um, let me finish my praise for you, Andy, though. <laughs> I the, the last thing I want to say, though, is... Uh, it's pretty clear. Uh, I'm a bit of a Dan guy, so <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. I am too. We were just talking about it on uh, oh, the, the, the Tower Club episode. Please, please. <laughs> yeah, that's too why kind. he's your best man, Tim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I, for- sh- sh- I almost forgot. I, I also almost cursed. Sorry, Andy. I'm there for you for life, Tim. Thank you. I would I, ride or die. Like somebody was being mean to me on Reddit, saying that I was the weaker part of the podcast, <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, no, <laughs> like <laughs> I know this." Uh, someone using this you've used us to hurt me it is such a non-argument though because my <laughs> voice does not even come on the podcast without all the work andy puts <laughs> okay, in. okay okay whatever and, and it, it's silly andy schedules the episodes and uh you know he, he puts so much more work into it than i do he, he's 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 fantastic he's he's the king and, of the podcast and he's looking at the time he's trying to wave his microphone in a way no. that signals, you know, let's move on from the compliment of Andy. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. Uh, I need to learn to accept praise. I, I'm not good at it. Uh, I was looking to see. I, I cursed. And I need to see. Sure. Need to remember. <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> anyway, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for sending yeah, yes, that message. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much for having us. Progress. All right. So you two suggested progress or Tim suggested progress because it was Tim did. Yeah. He and I that were communicating. Why? Well, I was just trying to give a list of things that I would be able to hopefully speak to, have some experience. So Emily and I have at least had a couple meals there over the years. And it's always interesting to mm-hmm. consider when you come back to town because they have a seasonal menu. They're always trying something weird. And, uh, you know, you got to try to support odd things when they exist in Springfield. Definitely. I think this is sure. a bit of an oddity. Yeah, I, I agree. I think I'm sure we'll talk more about that later. You have anything to add, Emily? I haven't been to Springfield in quite some time. You know, we haven't been traveling, but most of my restaurant experience is like from the ages of, you know, 10 to 18 before I left. Uh So Progress is one of the newer places that I've been back to as an adult with adult food considerations. So, yeah, they're a good one. All right. Let's learn just a little bit about it. Don't have a full segment today. Also because... Their website's really good and mm-hmm. has a lot of information. There's three founders, and uh, it has like a biography of each of them individually. Uh, so go read that if you're interested. Like a lot of times, I just I go through all these different sources to gather information, and it's all just right there on the site. So there's really no need for me to do the thing that I do. But I'm do a short version of it anyway. Progress began a few years ago as a ticketed pop-up dining experience that would occur just once every six or seven weeks. Toward the end of it, 2018, Progress opened a brick-and-mortar location in Farmers Park in South Springfield, taking over the old Metropolitan Farmer spot. Uh, they change menus seasonally, as in actually with the seasons. They do four unique menus a year. Progress is the brainchild of Chef Daniel Ernst, who has studied cooking in four continents. Beverage director Michael Schmitz, who has worked in food service since he was 16, and who has an impeccably kempt beard. It might be worth going to progress just to see this dude's mane. Anyway, the third key player... I thought that'd play a little better. That's all right. Uh, The third key player at progress is Cassidy Rollins, who runs the front of house, has over a decade of experience working in hospitality. The Progress website has extraordinarily well-written biographies of Cassidy, Michael, and Daniel if you're interested in learning more. That's all. That's all I've got. So, yeah. 
Uh, he's a highly trained chef doing uh, stuff unlike anyone else in town. You know, the window at Progress says, uh, dine with friends, drink with your colleagues, take time to relax at the end of the day, explore new horizons in food, beverage, relationships, and experiences. And did you guys feel that we chatty window. did that? Yeah, it I, is a very chatty window. Yeah. It's a bit much. <laughs> I, have to say. I didn't read it all now until the picture. I was like, I'm gonna all <laughs> figure that out later. It's a bit much. Um, our trip today, we had a good time. I'd say we had a pretty good time despite the suboptimal conditions. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> Dan and I recorded another episode, and it was upwards of 70 degrees. Real nice uh, outside. From 3.30 to 5 as we recorded. Then we went down there and uh, met you two, and the temperature dropped mm-hmm. somewhere every 15 to 20 degrees. Oh, yeah. Wind kicked up. I would describe it as unpleasant to mm-hmm. uh, quite unpleasant. They tried uh, to see us points. inside. I think they were... Yeah. Probably anticipating that, and uh, and we requested to be seated on the patio. Yeah, I'm sure, probably would have been fine inside, but uh, you know we're we're a mixed party here, and uh, <laughs> just as far as our germ bubbles, <laughs> he's talking about vaccinations. Uh, no, and, I wasn't yeah, even germ, speaking yeah. about that. Just like the, you know, we 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 all have our own uh, lives that we're living, uh, so we wanted to be outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, good, and it was good, good really cold. To be out it was there. really, it was really cold outside. Yeah. It, was it was just it was any colder, uh-huh. any colder. I don't, I don't think we could have done it. No, like yeah, it, it was it when was, the wind kicked up at the end. It was brutal. Yeah, mm-hmm. teetering on the edge. <laughs> we took <laughs> our de- uh, desserts to go. Yeah, that, that, that's and Dan had on a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, you know, a lot of, a lot of taking a lot of L's in the. Uh, clothing preparedness department uh, as far as the show goes recently was wearing (laughs) too many dang clothes in the uh, fry match there, the starch madness, and then too few tonight. Mm -hmm. What can a man do? Wear the right amount of clothes and look at the weather and what (laughs) it's supposed to be. That's a pretty easy answer. God! (laughs) Too much for me. So this was your first trip to progress, right? Absolutely. But you tried to go. Oh, boy, Andy, did I try to go? Uh, yeah, kind of a weird record day for us here on a, on a Tuesday. So I, 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 had a, I still had a good week to get prepared for it last Tuesday. Uh, they have a to-go menu um, that I, I tried to call their number five times uh, during their lunch hours there and was unsuccessful at getting through to them. Called him on Saturday morning prior to us recording the Starch Madness episode and uh, it was informed that they don't do their brunch to go. Don't have any brunch to go. Um, so, yes, I did try to go a couple times. Hmm. I had not planned on going to dine in here. I was actually going to try and go get them to go today uh, until you decided upon this lovely reservation yeah. and, I, and, I, and i'm really glad we did it. it's been so long since i've like dined in at a restaurant it was yeah. like so just just nice to, yep. to do that and em and tim if i may uh we're gonna try and get takeout today too we were. not they doing were it foiled that's right we're, we're switching to the spring menu ain't ain't got time to do takeout yep. I went last week, so I ate from both menus, and two of the three things I got Lucky. last week are not on the new Ooh. menu, which is pretty exciting. Ooh. Now, 
I do want to get into this a little bit. These are my third and fourth trips to progress. I've sure. gone once by myself before and once with somebody else previously, but it have been two years ago mm-hmm. uh, since, I, since I'd been. The first three times, including the other time I went this week, last week, rather, they'd seated me at the same table. It's a table back across from the bar, and there's like a wall that makes it to where this table cannot be seen by anyone in the main dining area. Mm. Okay. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm getting there myself. I know. Why do you, I'm not I can see you putting anything. the pieces together to make I, fun of me. <laughs> what, do you think I'm not going to well, take this opportunity? You're, listen, you're not seeing me put the business together. The business is well <laughs> put together, listen. fully assembled. I am. I know you're doing something, so I am. You know nearly, I'm doing something because I, I told you the first half of this at I, dinner and I said am, I got more. Just wait. I am merely waiting in the wings, Andy. <laughs> Anyway, uh, no, this isn't. I mean, th- this is funny, but it's also true. The, mm. the first three times that I went, it's not like it was busy. They took me to the same place all three times, and when I went this week earlier, it was seventy degrees. It was really nice. I was looking forward to going to happy hour and having a glass of wine and eating slowly and like reading a book. I, I brought an actual Ooh. book with me. God, that's looking forward nice. to it. And. Uh, the woman working the, the counter, I'm not sure what that job is called. The woman doing front of house that day said, uh, oh, sorry, our patio's booked out tonight. And there's, there's at the time, two parties in the patio. I believe it was one group that was like six women and one that was like another two women out there. And it's just, what would you say? Like, oh, ladies. Eight places to sit, something like that. Like, maybe more. Good. good Very enough. well distanced. Yeah. Eight spaces. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. So, sorry, the patio's Sizable. booked out tonight. Um, can we see you inside? Look, I've had both my, I've had my shots at this point. Uh, it's like, okay, uh, that's fine. As long as it's away from other people. And she's like, oh, that'll be fine. That's good. I actually didn't say that. I'm saying this as a way to move the story along while I gather my thoughts. Sure. I just let her take me <laughs> where she wanted to take me. <laughs> and she took me to that secluded <laughs> table where uh, no one could see me. Yeah. The Andy corner? Is that yeah. what we're called? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Or do people like me? Yeah, I'm a gross monster. I'm pretty sure. Uh, they, they just don't want people to see me eating there. I mean, mm. I'm we- I was wearing pretty. I was wearing the same jacket. I know it's a ratty old jacket. I get that. Uh, I was not particularly well dressed. I'm dressed okay. I wouldn't say you're unkempt. Yeah. And let's you know, let's be clear too. If you have enough money to dine at Progress, people still dress like slobs. Yeah. It's Springfield, even, Missouri. Like, people will dress worse than you're dressed right now. You go with. Uh, 10 times the money you have. You know, two days ago was Easter Sunday, and I'm assuming if I decided to go to church, people would have been dressed up like slobs there too. Sure. That's just how it goes here. Anyway, uh, I was there for approximately 75 minutes, and I I walked out. Nobody on the patio. Same two parties on the patio. Like They just just didn't let me sit out there. Sure. I, I don't know what was going on with that. They put you at the creep table. They did. Yeah. Put you at the creep table. That's mm-hmm. all that's to it. Well, I, been there, I think Andy. you're right. We've all yeah. been there. I've been well, there. There's, the there's this ep- episode before. of Curb Your Enthusiasm where like Larry David is convinced <laughs> that they have the hot section and the ugly section, and he wants to be in the hot section. Yeah. And I'm almost certain uh-huh. that I've been put in the ugly section to progress. Oh, Andy. I don't, I don't think it's ugly. I, I don't think it. No, it has nothing to do but with But the remedy to that. Beauty is your creep. <laughs> Pay I got in the patio this time. That's what happens when you bring three oh, hotties yeah. with you. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, uh, you know, Tim, Emily, and I were, of course, dressed immaculate. Uh, 
Emily is wearing a flowing ball gown. Uh, Tim is He's wearing a matching yeah. flowing yeah. ball gown. We like to coordinate. Wearing it better than I, yeah. I must say. I'm wearing a two-piece swimsuit. <laughs> That's just the kind of luxury you'll get. With me in a two-piece swimsuit. <laughs> luxury. Oh, yeah. That's right. Working on your tan. Outside of the patio. Mm. Yes. Yeah. In the clouds. Mm-hmm. In the wind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No wonder you were cold. Yeah. Oh. Uh, since this episode's going so smoothly, I might as well throw in this joke I forgot to throw into the bio. Sure. <laughs> Photos of the trio look like publicity stills from the reunion of a 90s indie rock band. They. Oh, yeah. Truly. They do. Like, mm-hmm. They could be that dog. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They do. They're like, you know, early middle age, yeah. but still dressing cool tattoos and stuff. Yeah, they're they're reuniting for Coachella next year. Honestly, they kind of look like Built to Spill. <laughs> With the guy's beard? Yeah. Yeah. Like if Built to Spill had a lady, mm-hmm. they'd look like Built to Spill. <laughs> oh, so you mean Yola Tango? Is that what <laughs> okay, you're talking about? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yola Tango, if Built to Spill had a lady. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a joke for, you know, 5% of That's more the of a golden listening. age of everything. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's talk about the food at this place. Wow. I don't know if we got enough to <laughs> fill however much time we have left. God. Oh, I don't know. I think we can fill seven more minutes. <laughs> Jeez. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, I don't know. You're doing fine. <laughs> I don't know what my deal is. Maybe it's the fact that I've just been talking since 830 a.m. Could be that. Okay. Appetizers. They've got it split pretty much into three sections uh-huh. of food, right? They're, they they refer to it as a vegetable section, snack section, and then like mm-hmm. the mains. There may be a few more. You know, I don't think they make it clear enough that the section labeled eat your vegetables is a small plate section. Yeah. It makes it seem as if it's a vegetarian entree section. Mm. Uh, like, like my girlfriend had requested I pick something up for her and she had chosen one of the small plates like thinking it was a what would be a kind of kind of full size which they wouldn't let you take to go yes and it has meat in it so it yeah I don't know that's definitely not a vegetarian on yeah yeah yeah, it fully isn't vegetarian (laughs) there's a good good amount of vegetables in there but I mean whenever it was explained to us whenever you kind of see how it is broken down it makes a little more sense so they are vegetable heavy but I just thought that was interesting. Yeah. Uh, I think we all tried a little bit from each, right? Um, yeah. I mean, I didn't have anything from the snacks and starts, but okay. I think uh, between the three of y'all. I, I tried a lot. chicken liver mousse, which is the one thing that they retained from uh, the winter menu to the spring menu. On the menu, it says beet molasses, beet and cocoa nib crumble, pickled apple, blueberry. Served with Japanese milk bread. I really wish that they'd have had that Japanese milk bread on the menu for spring because it was uh, wonderful. Is, has that has that part of it changed? Yeah, I don't think it says that on there for oh, any, wow. any of those now. Uh, the the Japanese milk bread. I had to look up what it was. And I found a New York Times article that said milk bread was developed in Japan in the 20th century using tongzhong, a warm flour and water paste traditionally used in China to make buns with a soft, springy texture. And tiny air bubbles. It can be shaped into coils or round rolls like pull-aparts instead of loaves. Um, this was somehow both dense and airy at once. It was very soft, but it also it broke when you bent it, which was really interesting. Mm. It had a really different kind of texture for bread. Um, 
It was so good. It was really rich. Uh, almost had a buttery quality even before you put butter on it, and I'll get to that in a little while. But they use that to dip the mousse. Um, so that, that chicken liver mousse, uh, it comes out on the plate looking beautiful. It's like a half globe in the center, the mousse. And it's mm. sort of coated on the outside with those cr- the crumbles from the, the nibs that they talked about. It's got a ring of the nibs around the half globe. Those nibs are my favorite part. They're really crunchy. I love nibs. Yeah. And we, I mean, we've never really covered Askinosi, which might be good for the show. Uh, uh, we've covered the, the nibs that are on top of that uh, chocolate tour right, at Cafe yeah. Cusco. I love, I love nibs so much. I love nibs. I love nibs. <laughs> <laughs> These nibs are very fine, and uh, they're mixed with beets, apparently. Um, but when you bite into them, they crunch. And they just have just a little, just a slight bit of bitterness. That's all. Not, not, not too bitter. They add texture to that mousse, which, you know, mousse is creamy, yeah. but also really dense. It was dense and creamy. It's the kind of thing where you needed one of those like little tiny hors d'oeuvre knives would have been Ooh. ideal. I, I was just using my fork to kind of, I felt like a Philistine. Like, I don't know what I'm doing at mm-hmm. these places. Use my fork to just like slather some of it on the bread and make sure I got some of those nibs on there too. The color gradient of the mousse is really interesting. Mm. It's like you have to cut it open to see this. But on the in, on the inside, like the very center is gray. It's a grayish. Mm. But as it gets closer to the outer layer, it gets more purplish red, like beet colored. So mm. I don't I don't know how that works. It seems wild. When you say chicken mousse, I picture like gray, gray. Yeah. mess. Yeah. Uh, but it, it seems as if they, they've masked the gray. Mm hmm part of it and it's like perfectly rounded too like uh, the phrase chicken liver is somewhat off-putting to me mm-hmm. but nothing about this is off-putting and it tasted great uh, it's mostly just really rich really rich and creamy i was really thrilled to be eating it what's something you tried tonight uh we'll start at the very top of snacks and starters uh, i think a, a progress hack is always get the bread mm. very first thing on the menu it's never been disappointing there's always something weird going on there's always some sort of rich butter or cream or something to go with it and so this time around it was a uh, sourdough fry bread Mm. our server described it as bagel-esque and it was definitely that maybe somewhere between a bagel and a soft pretzel um kind of vibe um it was a little flatter and had a little bit of like a hole in the middle of it i don't know it was kind of it was an odd ending shape but then that was dusted with an everything bagel Mm. Buttermilk powder, I think they call it. Yeah, which I don't know what that is, but it was incredible. Very. Uh, and then it had it was served with a, 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 a cream. Cream fresh, yeah. Yeah, and Ooh. that also, I think, had some salt and um, sesame seeds and some sort of like everything bagel yeah. vibe topped on it. Maybe like black sesame seeds <laughs> on there, yeah. too. Yeah. I think they had those somewhere else on the menu. Yeah, I definitely had that one of that. So good. Excellent. Yeah. I mean, anytime you combine well-made bread and well-made cream you're just gonna have a good time and <laughs> at, at at you know six dollars one of the cheaper items on the menu it's just fully delivers at, at, at it looks really good and you can get a pretzel at annie ann's for six dollars mm. uh, so i feel like that's a pretty good deal yeah did you try emily well tim and i had to share the fry bread so, yeah, I echo all of his sentiments. It was delicious. We also got the warm kimchi potato salad. Wow. Which one of the not so great things about dining in our weather situation tonight was 
one of the things Progress does really well is the serving staff is all very educated on the menu and mm-hmm. they they walk you yeah. through each dish you get really in depth it's great but as our server was talking about all of the various dishes we got the wind was cooling down mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah our our snacks and starters pretty rapidly so i'm not sure we had the warm kimchi potato salad I mean, experience you kept, you kept motioning her to like get on with it <laughs> i said please stop already <laughs> <laughs> no i really actually like that part yeah. about oh, the restaurant good. a lot. And um, she was particularly good at it too. Very, yeah. yeah. But even without the warm part of the warm kimchi potato salad, I really liked it. Yeah, very solid dish. Um, one of the things they she mentioned was that it was sour cream instead of like a Vinegar, mayo base mayo, or something yeah. else. So mm-hmm. it was a little bit like tangier, which kind of sat nicely with the um, the kimchi. Mm-hmm. It's also topped with peanuts to give it a little mm. bit of that like depth, I guess. I yeah, know, those different crunch, textures a little, mm-hmm. too. A little, yeah, extra. Oh, that, so they put the best flavor on it, right? Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't soft. Uh, yeah, yeah. Got, well, I'm glad we got a, a, a peanut <laughs> moment. <laughs> He's doing it in person. <laughs> <laughs> We're in awe of the magic being made. <laughs> I was slightly underwhelmed by this. Uh, really? I love kimchi, so I was like gung ho. We'll also maybe get to this later. Uh, we also had maybe some of the best uh, potatoes I've had in the city over the weekend. Oh. Maybe I was in a slightly different headspace. I also thought that maybe it was missing like a hint of like salt or, or something. Like there was like. Well, it wasn't as kimchi heavy as maybe you would expect. Yeah, maybe I have a higher maybe kimchi tolerance. Maybe you wanted yeah. some more kimchi there. I really liked it. I thought it was well balanced. I liked it cool to cold as mm. I continued to eat it. Um, yeah, tangy and delicious. I just. I feel like, unfortunately, progress just makes you like, well, they're very examined. So I feel like mm. you're also like allowed to be extremely examined about yeah. their food. So, yeah, by no means bad. Uh, I definitely enjoyed it, but um, doesn't really touch the top of the charts. Yeah. For I tried just a bite of it that you guys were kind enough to share. And uh, I, I, I think it was probably my least favorite bite of the night. And that being said, it was still packed with flavor yeah. and like... Uh, I, I think, you know, with a lot of the stuff, what you pay for is like to get a different flavor than you're going mm-hmm. to get elsewhere and to get something experimental. And, uh, I, you know, it, it was just it's thrilling to have something just packed with flavor and like some some type of flavor profile that you just don't get all the time. Uh, but that being said, I, I agree. It was it was my least favorite thing. <laughs> it sucked. <laughs> no, it <laughs> <my sucks. laughs> uh, do you have the, the the menu description of those carrots handy? Yes. You know, you're, we were two separate parties. Your party and my party, not Dan's, mm-hmm. got those carrots. We did get the carrots. And we got to talk about those carrots. Another progress hack yeah. from Tim and Emily. <laughs> Always get the carrots. Mm-hmm. We, I think we've gotten them every time we've been. Um, they always have some sort of carrot variation on the menu, and you always got to get it. And today we learned that they, with their spring menu, they've gone back to cooking the carrots in beef, beef fat, fat. Beef mm. fat. which they started to do when they first opened and then kind of went away from our server set. But it's back in the beef fat, and that's where it's at. So the menu says... Carrots with salsa matcha, beef fat carrots, yogurt, carrot salsa matcha, cotija cheese, lime, cilantro, and radish. I'm shaking my head vigorously. Mm. 
What do you think about those carrots? They're so good. So good. I think they were the, oh, I don't know. My meal tonight was excellent, not to spoil anything. It's one of my favorite things I got. Uh, it's, it's one and a half big old carrots mm-hmm. that are split lengthwise and then turned on their side. So the middles are facing up. And uh, they are, uh, what's the opposite of firm? Soft? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're very soft. And they, they're they're very easy to cut into, but they're also they also have a whole lot of like stuff on the top. What was the other vegetables you said beside the radish? Radish, radish. Yeah. real thin. And then slice. whatever's in the salsa. Oh, salsa, salsa yeah, some kind of salsa on the top. Um, the cotilla, because there's cotilla on there. My, like my closest reference point is like, um, like an elote, it's like street street mm-hmm. corn, sure. but it doesn't quite have that same flavor profile at all. Uh, it's I mean, it's maybe a little sweeter. I mean, that that I had just one or two bites of this and I, I would say the beef fat like it it makes the carrot closer to like a sweet super savory like chunk of uh wet barbacoa yeah. beef mm-hmm. like something like that with some cotilla cheese like kind of tastes meaty. Yeah. Yes. No, yeah. It, it it really soaks that up. Yeah. Well, it took me back to like childhood beef pot roast with mm-hmm. a carrot like in the slow cooker mm. uh it just like the best bites of carrot that had just absorbed all this yeah. juice what i'm saying is my mom could make this <laughs> <laughs> this place sucks <laughs> <laughs> these carrots are spicy also that that salsa is spicy which i've never had a spicy carrot at progress before but Really, really good. And then the the yogurt that the carrots are served on top of, just the perfect amount of salt in all of those flavors together. I wrote down, carrots are wow. (laughs) 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 So that's some top-notch analysis for you. Yeah, Progress does their sauces very well. Mm -hmm. There's always the desire to, like, get every last little bit of that sauce. Yeah. We were talking at the table about how... It's almost kind of pointless to talk about the food here because the servers do such a good job of talking about it before yeah. you eat Oh, it. I mean, I really <laughs> like wish I feel we could totally have inept. just gotten her to record everything uh, yeah. that, that she explained to us. And it was very interesting also with it being the first day of the menu and she kind of gave us insights into how the recipe was developed as well as like what was in it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, the yogurt is a nice touch on the carrots too because you can kind of dip a little bit of that yogurt and it makes it, you know... I, Offsets everything else with a little sweetness, too. Th- those were those are so good. They're so, so good. good. Yeah. And I you mean, requested yours with gogurt, of course. Yeah. Yeah. The, I want Can the I sub gogurt. I want the strawberry blueberry mix. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, now, this is going to be something I'm going to come back to, but these carrots are it's fourteen dollars for for these carrots, mm-hmm. and it's it's one and a half carrots, and um. I think they are worth the $14. Uh, yeah. They are special enough, and uh, d- they're delicious, and you can't get anything else like them anywhere in town. Actually, we they got them during happy the hours, price. so I believe the uh, oh, seven. vegetables were half off. Nice. So I, I would say anything on that small plate vegetable menu at happy hour for half price, along with half price pours of wine. Still got me a $5 red wine. Yeah, uh, I think that that's a fantastic deal like i would definitely do that happy hour again yeah mm-hmm. progress rule number three go to happy hour from you five guys to six. ordered so many small plates and i was like they're going wild on these vegetable plates and i think about it and it's like 
They got that all half off. Uh-huh. Well, they just I, crushed it. And, and <laughs> we should have just ordered the, the last small plate that we we're going to get during yeah, that time. Yeah, you got an extra small up. plate. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, but, no. I just thought about that. <laughs> they're making that Chicago money. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that teacher salary. That. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> the pizza ain't only thing that's deep. <laughs> I just want talking about their pockets. <laughs> I just want to repeat: the pizza ain't only thing that's yeah, deep. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Chicago. We don't worry about getting all the words in the sentence. About the definite articles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, I tried a Brussels sprout salad on my first. Ooh, this trip. is from the winter fair. Yes. Yes. Uh, it's a mix of fried and unfried sprouts. Tossed in oil. Uh, there's all kinds of different sized pieces and different levels of cooked in here. So they've got some that are chopped up really finely and they're in really thin strips. But then there's like half the bulb for some of them too. And like some of the half bulbs have been deep. Or they're probably not. Yeah, they're fried. Some of them have been fried. Some of them have just probably just been uh, boiled or whatever you do to get them softened up. So you get this variety of different Brussels sprouts flavors in there. And of course, it just it has the, the base flavors, just like olive mm-hmm. oil, probably really high quality olive oil. They also put some kind of nut on the top. I would know more about this, except I didn't write it down before they yeah. switched the menu on the website. It's the second Brussels Brussels sprouts I can remember eating, and the first Ooh. ones were in that same building back when the Metropolitan Farmer sure. was there, and those were by far my favorite. Um, and these were generally pretty soft. I like the Brussels sprouts from the outer layers, really crispy and crunchy. And these weren't like that, mm-hmm. so it re- is really saying something that these were still so good, even though they didn't have that main quality that I like in a Brussels sprout. Uh, maybe what I like is uh, change is now going to change because uh, these set a new standard. Sure, these, this is awesome. I mean, it's kind of weird calling it a salad, really. I mean, Tim. Oh, we didn't even talk about it. Tim's a salad expert. I mean, this was just a bunch of Brussels sprouts with some nuts on the top. Uh, I guess that's a salad, but also chicken salad is a salad. Oh, okay, and that's just chicken and mayonnaise. Yeah, I guess so. anything's a salad Salads. if you want it to be. Yeah. So Salad's fruit a tough salad, one. egg yeah. salad, tuna salad. I had salad. this. Gosh, I had this great salad. It had this <laughs> bun and these uh-huh. two burger patties, <laughs> yeah. some oh. cheese in between. Oh, them. a bun and meat and cheese salad. Yeah. Oh yeah, wow, one of my that favorite salads. Mm. So that was great. Do we have any other? snacks or veggies to talk about. I definitely had a small plate. Mm. Um I I do I thought it was very interesting one of the things that the server mentioned was how on a lot of their plates they will use one ingredient but use like different types of it and use it in many different ways so like your brussels sprout dish had brussels sprouts done two ways uh, i think even your moose had beets done two ways uh and I, I i just thought that that was super interesting way of uh, approaching some of these dishes i went for the house romaine salad off the small plates menu chopped romaine with cucumber uh romaine dressing crumbled feta pickled romaine stems and sunflower seeds uh that romaine dressing was very interesting she said that it was made from grilled romaine uh and she she said it was akin to like a green goddess dressing um and i'm a moron so i don't know what that means uh but it was very good and it was green (laughs) it's a blessed dressing Mm. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, oh, no, well. yeah. I said yeah. <laughs> uh no, the the dressing was 
green. It, it, it was it was almost it looked like pesto, and, and I, I guess it was made from grilling a ro- uh, head of romaine. And I don't know if you run that through a food processor or, or what happens after that, but the the whole thing kind of had a super uh, kind of smoky, nutty flavor to it. Uh, those pickled romaine stems, you definitely got like some vinegar. Uh, kind of tartness that peaked through, I guess. But the, the the sunflower seeds and that dressing that apparently came from grilling romaine lettuce, uh, just super, super smoky and nutty. Really loved it. Cool. Yeah, yeah. it's really tasty. It's like some kind of crab thing, right? Yeah, another done multiple way. You're mm-hmm. so good at reading these things. <laughs> oh, I'd love to. Asparagus and crab. Sliced asparagus, pickled white asparagus, which she said was asparagus that had never seen the light of day. <laughs> which and we called. I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say a bad word. Yeah. We, we called. Uh, that was false. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about white asparagus, but it, it was white. Asparagus custard, lump crab, and black garlic. Many of these things I'd never experienced before, but it was good. It was very good. It was definitely, uh, you definitely got a, quite a bit of a seafood quality off of that crab. Um, Weird. <laughs> <laughs> but in, in, the, in the context of a, yeah. a, you know, your typical bacon asparagus, it's like a completely other world than the, the way you're used to consuming asparagus. Yeah. Yeah, super light, super springy. The custard is, as you would expect, like this really pretty green color. Everything at Progress is also plated just really beautifully, mm, yeah. which is always a nice touch. I liked this. It wasn't my favorite. I don't know that anything could ever beat the carrots, but um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Agreed. Kind of a, a, a middle-of-the-pack item. Very glad I tried it, just like most things at Progress. like Sometimes more interesting to think about than necessarily eat. Sure. And I feel like this one's maybe like that mid-tier like where you're very glad you tried it, but like mm-hmm. I don't know that I would absolutely need to get it again cool yeah I, I feel like a lot of these dishes are you know you, you're getting to see the chef's vision conceptualized and it's very interesting and i you know there's a lot of things to be said about overly fancy uh very expensive restaurants but i think we have some overly expensive restaurants in town that are merely putting on airs uh, as to how fancy their food actually is. And this, you know, I feel like you are, you know, you're, you're seeing somebody's vision uh, brought forth there and, uh, rather than just something marked up really high. Yeah, it's really cool, too, because, Dan, you mentioned the one ingredient multiple ways. Yeah. It's it's really cool to see a concept played out through an entire menu, you know, with the asparagus, yeah. your salad. We also got a a pea shoot salad, I think. Yeah, should we talk about the pea shoot really quick? Peas, many ways. Try to clear the... That seems yeah. to be a thing. Just like... It's similar to what they did with the Brussels sprouts. Yeah. Exactly. That's what they were talking about with the pea salad. All yeah. different kinds of peas. So the pea shoot salad was uh, a buttermilk ricotta, snow peas, pea shoots, pea dressing, lardo, lemon, pumpkin seed, and dill. It kind of just looked like a mess of greens on the plate. Kind of just like sprouty, which is, you know, the pea shoots hanging out. But the, the lardo was like very thin like shave shave yeah like it looks like parmesan cheese yeah right it looks like parmesan cheese but it was animal fat it was like Uh i think it was 
maybe pig. I, I think I yeah, missed I that piece. I don't but, know. Is, um, does lard come from a specific animal, I wonder? I, I don't know. I think it's probably just referencing fat. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That could be. But yeah, so it added this little like splash of richness. This was another tasty, like springy item. Uh, I found it to be kind of difficult to eat. It was really hard to get a forkful yeah. of yeah. pea shoots without having just shoots popping out your mouth. If you're on a date, maybe don't get the pea shoots. But I was a little um, worried they were going to blow away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah legitimate Hard to fear. dissect the yeah. lardo as well. Right. You, mm-hmm. you get three curls of that lardo, and you want to parse it yeah. out a little bit. Yeah. But it's a little hard to chunk up. There was lardo on the Brussels sprout salad, too. I forgot Ooh. to mention it. Yeah. Same Another deal. place that you'd expect Parmesan over mm-hmm. now, something else. Now, they didn't tell me that uh, because I didn't get the whole... <laughs> when I'm by myself... <laughs> Didn't get the speeches. Oh, they don't give that to the creep table? <laughs> I don't think so. He was very nice. He was very, very nice. The Andy corner. Yeah. He, he sold, tried to sell me on some stuff before ordering. I got the rundown of some stuff that mm-hmm. I wound up not getting. But no, I didn't know that that was Lardo on mine. And I'm almost, I'm like 80% sure that's what it was on, on there now. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense. Yeah. We have entrees to talk about. I think you all have one more thing, but yours is also still a small plate. Yeah, got, luckily yeah, we also so. got a sample of one of the entrees as well as I've had some experience with yeah. uh, even your entree. So, okay. You want to do your winter yeah. plate? Yeah. Uh, honey butter chicken. Wow. Boneless fried leg and thigh. Huge pieces. Again, I don't have the real menu description, so it doesn't say huge pieces yeah. on their menu. Really great, crispy, flaky breading on the outside. It's almost like panko breading, like very uh, small little granules that have been Fused together through the power of mm. eggs mm. or whatever they're using in the batter. Uh, but on top of all that was uh, some kind of some other kind of crispy flakes, the kind of crispies you get on like a top of, a, of an Americanized sushi roll. You know what I'm talking about? They're, they're much lighter than your typical panko breading, like in the color. Sure. They're like more pale. Uh, and on, on top of those was a sprinkling of those black sesame seeds. So we're talking about three different levels of crunch. At once, in every bite, combined with juicy, fatty, dark meat chicken. It was so juicy. Mm. I'm guessing it was probably brined in something. Because it had, and I don't know exactly how to describe it, other than a, maybe it was like a slightly umami, vaguely Asian flavor to the chicken itself. Mm. Like the juice inside the chicken. Uh, There's a little bit of heat to that, to one of those breading layers too. Like just a hint of spice here and there. Nothing overwhelming, but you just get it. And you could feel it all over your mouth, too. It wasn't like back of the throat. It was like the whole mouth. Uh, Loved that. The best part of this uh, honey butter chicken, though, was uh, the actual honey butter. It comes in a little container. Came in a little container next to the chicken. It's really thick, and uh, you you dip it. You dip the chicken in there. Obviously, the taste of that uh, butter is uh, buttery and rich, but it also has that little hint of honey sweetness, honey butter, sure. you see. Uh, and getting a little bit of that butter along with a bite of chicken, uh, so good. Just lights out. It's wonderful. Now, so this isn't fair. You pay $32 for a chicken and dip it in butter, 26. and it's fine. Yeah, 29 maybe. But whenever I bring over my KFC and ask for your butter stick to add a little touch-up... <laughs> You say I'm gross. <laughs> Why is that? Uh, that's a great question, Dan. And uh, I get your little honey bear. And sure, I get it all over my hands in the microphone and get everything sticky. But I'm doing what you did. 
I think you owe me an apology. <laughs> I'm, I'm honestly, if any of this were real, I would be sorry. Thank you. I, I, you would have been fully vindicated in this situation. Would have never thought to dip fried chicken in, straight into butter. Uh, it's not a thing that I would. That do, sounds sick. But it was. It was awesome. But I mean, you, awesome. Yeah. Not the way you described it. That sounded really good. If I tell you that progress wants you to dip fried chicken in butter, would you believe that it was a good idea for you to do that just based on your experience there? I mean, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. It's so, so good. Crispy, succulent, rich, and a little sweet. So much happening all at once. And it's all like really nuanced. You can taste and feel all of it at the same time. It's the only time I can remember having two pieces of fried chicken and thinking, Oh yeah, this is definitely definitely worth twenty nine dollars. Two pieces of chicken. It's it was awesome. It was so good and bone uh, like a boneless leg too. Yeah. I, I I saw it on the menu earlier and I, I just thought that was fascinating. I was mm-hmm. very struck by it. Yeah, I, I was so happy to be eating that. Uh, this was the first time that I had eaten inside and uh, alone in in I at least a year. It used to be the thing I would do yeah. a couple times a month, just like go and catch up on the news on my phone or read a book or whatever. Yeah, find a corner. Yeah. No, I'd like to be by a window and open. I like to I eat to be seen. Was your you last know? one Hepcat? I think that was probably my uh, last I didn't go by myself, but, but yeah, yeah. yeah. That was the one where we were sitting around being like, uh, this is probably the last time we're going to do this yeah. for a while. <laughs> yeah, huh? yeah, that was uh, like uh, March 20th or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, it was great. I also... For, had forgotten how hard it is to moderate how much you eat whenever you can't just go put the food in your fridge. Mm. Uh, I made myself hurt from eating <laughs> for the first time in a year also. <laughs> I think that's what the Nine Inch Nails song is about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, I got, I got in two small plates that weren't that small that could have sufficed as a meal with those two on their own. That was the moose and the uh, Brussels sprouts. And then I got this massive plate of fried chicken, huge portion on that. Mm. I don't know about a lot of what we got tonight. I wouldn't describe as a huge portion. Yeah, a a progress problem. Yeah, is you have no idea if you're spending fourteen dollars on a massive amount of vegetables or a single vegetable. Well, truly, going in, my like what I had heard was Andy telling me about how he ate so much that he hurt. So I I was truly like, I I, I was. My girlfriend was going to order one of those small plates, uh-huh. and, and uh, I was like, "No, it'll be huge. You're well, fine." You see, fourteen dollars in the word salad. You're like, yeah, this is this is going to be a substantial sure. salad. But it makes yeah. sense. You, you learn. This is what fancy people do. Yeah, there's small plates. There's big plates. Tell us about your progress chicken experience, oh, Dan. Andy, I'd love to. So I got the Peace Valley chicken breast. Now this is. Not fried chicken. This is pan fried, rather. Mm. Uh, unbattered. Pe- <laughs> it's poached leeks. But I was going to say peached loaks. <laughs> <laughs> poached leeks. It's dyslexia, folks. Uh, fava bean shoots. Chamomile pickled shallots. And chicken Dimmy. Well, it says chicken Dimmy. So I'm like, Dimmy more? Ooh. 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 Oh, good one, Dan. <laughs> Boy. Oh, what a good episode. Keep going. This was this was something. This uh it, it's just a big old chicken breast. Uh 
I'm describing it to our guests as if they didn't see it. Uh, cut into three large slices with that super crusty skin exposed on top. Uh, the demi-glaze or demi-glaze. I don't know. Demi-glaze sounds Frencher. Uh, <laughs> so uh, that, that came in its own little tiny pitcher and the server poured it on my plate whenever the chicken arrived uh, and the chicken just kind of sat in that brown sauce. Now, demi-glaze, just to explain to the poor folks listening. Uh, that's when, you know, you get you cook up the chicken real good in a pan and uh you know that's like you know I, a lot of our listeners probably cook their chicken in a microwave but a pan <laughs> is like a piece of metal you get it hot on a stove which is like a big microwave but it gets hot <laughs> are we in the third segment now or is this is this dan no i'm just riffing bits baby uh <laughs> you know you cook you cook the chicken up in the pan and uh you get some bits on there and then you pour some wine which is like old grape juice but expensive <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh that like you you cook that and then it makes a delicious uh chickeny sauce this was like dark brown reminded me of like a beef sauce uh man so so good like that that chicken breast was probably like two inches thick and just beautiful juicy white but then you just like let it sit in the demi-glaze and it just picks it all up and gets super salty and savory uh those leeks were pretty interesting they were just like little leek pucks i guess i think that it said that they were I, I, th- those were just all right. They didn't have much flavor at all. The 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 pickled onions were were delicious. I, I tried one of those solo just to see if I could get a read on what that chamomile pickling did, and the server was right. It it had some slight floral notes to it, which was nice because uh, my mom is of course a florist, so that <laughs> rang home to me. And. Uh, Overall, I really, really liked it. I thought that this was delicious. It's what I ended up also ordering my girlfriend uh, to go to bring to her before we recorded. Don't don't have any word from her yet on on how it was. Uh, you guys, I, I I gave you gave you a third of the breast there uh, to try. Well, what did you think? It was so good. Was so good. This is one of those things that feels like a roll of the dice at Progress. You know the the, the twenty dollar plus entree. And we were just getting a chicken breast. Like, what is the ceiling yeah. of a chicken breast? Pretty high. P- pretty high, yeah. <laughs> it was it was excellent. It was maybe the best chicken breast I've ever had. I I wish I maybe definitely had more of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would agree. That I don't know how they get the outside so crispy. Mm-hmm. And, just, and it's also the juiciest chicken breast I've ever had. That so flavorful is. on the, the, the outer crust. Oh. Yeah. Bach. Yep. Bach. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna try to instantly <laughs> transition to the next thing. <laughs> Couldn't quite pull it off. Too funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the problem. <laughs> that was all I had. That's all I got at Progress. I uh, got the dinner burger. It sucked tonight. Okay. Sucked. <laughs> I got the dinner burger with home fries. I'll start with those fries. They're not mm. fries. You know, they're home fries. So they're the sure. uh, cubic mm-hmm. fries. 
They had some sides of the cubes were very crispy, others were softer. And you know how I like textural variation, like it a lot. Also, quite a bit of salt on these, real good. I've had a lot of potatoes lately. Mm-hmm. It's only been four days, three days since we uh, <laughs> yeah, did just, the potato. Yeah. You uh, guys are still a little sweaty, even after all that wind. <laughs> it's true. Uh, these were very good cooked potatoes. Big fan of these. Also was uh, kind of feeling it already. Had already eat, consumed quite a bit of food. Mm. Then I have a ton of those. However, I did eat, I would say, three-fifths of that burger because it was uh, quite tasty. Uh, it's pretty big. You made a three-fifths compromise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that something? Yeah, it is. Did I make yeah. a real reference you, to something? Uh, okay. I'm not it's sure you want it. I don't know. It's not good. It's not good. I know that. I, I know really like liked it. Jim Crow, but... Uh, uh, <laughs> you, I you really liked the compromise. joke, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> where do I need to go back to to start again? You ate How much of that burger did you eat? We, pro- we, got a, we need a new fraction. <laughs> Six you tenths? had six tenths of the burger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, six tenths done the richer. <laughs> Let's go back and I can't. Just leave it in. I yeah, don't, fine. Yeah, it's okay. okay. I know it's a bad thing. <laughs> I know it wasn't good. The past is bad. The current state is also bad. The future's uh, okay, very just bleak. To go on the record that Dan is not endorsing Jim Crow. No, no, I wasn't endorsing anything. <laughs> I wasn't endorsing the three fifths compromise. Leave him alone. <laughs> Anyway, no, I think the accurate fraction is I probably did eat about three-fifths, sure. two-six-tenths of that burger, mm. something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I think whatever you said last was definitely wrong. But <laughs> it's the same thing. Uh, I don't, I, no, They're I equivalent don't. fractions. Oh, it's yeah. the joke. I, I thought you said two-six-tenths, like 12 tenths. Oh, boy. This Jesus. Is a, this is I heard that, too. Yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't finish the burger, mm. but I ate more of it than I thought I was gonna because it was really good. That's it. Two smash patties, Oof. two big old thick gooey slices of what seemed to be American cheddar, if I had to guess, something like that. And then on the top of that, uh, a nice helping of caramelized onions. And you know I have strong feelings about caramelized onions. They were caramelized, I'm happy to say. Somebody took the time, but also, you know, we were throwing around the word precious a little bit. It has negative connotations, but like they are pretty precious about a lot of the preparation here, and it pays off. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically with these onions, they were so thin. You have to be so precise to get all them, all of them equally or close to equally thin in the same length. Because these were like stringy caramelized onions that were on top of this burger. And again, I'm coming back to the texture. I mean, the texture of it is so different from everything else on there, and it stands out. I gotta, I'm gotta. i all over the place with this. There's also bacon. There's two slices of bacon. X marks the spot on the burger <laughs> with the bacon. <laughs> and the bacon was so crispy and crunchy, but the burger was a little crispy on the edges and juicy on the inside, and you get that gooey cheese. And uh, the bun was not, in fact, a bun. But it was a brioche roll, a roll from Neighborhood Mill. Not neighbor, not the Neighborhood Market. Mm-hmm. Neighborhood <laughs> Neighbors Mill. Neighbors Mill. Uh, what I noticed immediately about that was that the bottom bun is really thick. It's like close to an inch thick, which is not normal. 
Um, and the top one is, you know, it's a just a puffy top of a top of a bun like you normally get. But uh, the top top one top part is pretty airy, like the top of a roll is airy. But the bottom is a lot more, lot lot thicker, more dense. Uh, so you get a kind of variation there too. This is a great burger, is what I'm saying. You get any trouble with it falling apart? Nope. Good. Sure didn't. Sign of a good bun. Uh, in fact, it, it had some stuff like hanging out over the side that wasn't falling off. Sure. Including the the onions, because I think, because they're all stringy, they're all tied in there with those other strings. <laughs> you know, they're so precious about it, they went and tied them all into yeah, little they knots. Tied them all together. <laughs> with tweezers. Wow. They got the dedicated onion tweezers. <laughs> it was a great burger. It was a $19 burger that tasted like it was worth $19. Sure. Really loved it. Loved the potatoes also. This is a good restaurant. <laughs> you want to talk about that, the, that bean bread? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I've also had um, in the past both uh, a burger from Progress, and I feel like the bun is what really stood out to me. I don't remember exactly if it was topped with the same, same like caramelized onion bacon vibe, but mm-hmm. um, that the, the bun is what like makes it like completely unlike anything else mm-hmm. I've ever had in the like fine burger space. And Yeah. Definitely had a handful of those in my life. And then I've also had like a Korean style fried chicken. And that was one of the few uh, like large plate options where I was like, wow, I would like to have more of this right now. And it also is one of the things that I was thinking about when you were describing your chicken of like, I kind of wish they didn't rotate the menu. I I I want to go back and get that, which Mm -hmm. is one of the cool things about the place, but also kind of one of the bummers if you're... uh, if your favorite doesn't make it back around. Yeah. Again. They had another version of fried chicken on there just with a bunch of different stuff on top. I assume they probably use that same panko breading or whatever as a mm-hmm. base and then add other stuff to it to Yeah, they seem to like to iterate on ideas. Yeah. Be it. We had some bean bread. It was so good. <laughs> yeah, so I feel good. bad kind of breezing past it. The fava bean toast for everybody listening um, would highly recommend. Just had some pickled garlic, another thing I've never had before. Mm. Very good, a little sweet. Perfect amount of salt. The sourdough toast is so good. Really thick slice. Yeah, it's kind of like a play on like a a hummus toast maybe, but fresher and I don't know. It was just, yeah, so good. So it was a pistachio ricotta that they had on there. They make a homemade pistachio butter and then mix it with ricotta, I think. Which I think the ricotta was also described as homemade. Like that very, very interesting stuff. Very good. All right. Time for dessert. I didn't get any, so have fun. <laughs> Andy's trying to crush my beer gifts to him with his <laughs> microphone. I think Andy may have crushed one too many beers. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't crushed. I had one beer. It's so great to see yeah, I don't know what you do when you drive in, in person. <laughs> I look at the road in front of me with hands at 10 and 2. One, Dan, one 10 ounce beer. It's one two ounce beer. It is beer. 920 <laughs> and I got up at 520 like I do every weekday. Uh, I'm having a great time. Sure. We're good. We're fine. Uh <laughs> desserts. Dessert. Just trying to be funny, Dan. You're very Give me a funny. break. Just trying to be funny. <laughs> Just trying to do visual bits for the podcast. <laughs> I knew it was gonna make a sound, you d- <laughs> You know what happens when you throw a mic? It goes bonk. I'm about, I'm about to find out what happens when I throw a mic. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to be around for the last episode of the podcast. Hey, we keep threatening it. Uh, how about the dessert, guys? So <laughs> I, I didn't have any. So this is another iteration item 
which is their milk and honey. I believe it's been mentioned on the show at least once before on a last meal. A milk jam tart, chamomile, Ooh. honey, jelly? It's spelled G-E-L-E-E. Mm. I'm going to say jelly. Orange gel and macadamia. It's served like a slice of pie, like a honey Whoa. pie, <laughs> which is different than it's been served in the past. This is something I always have to get at Progress because it's so good. Perfect, sweet, and salty. This one had the orange glaze jelly, however they described it, and the macadamia nuts on top. Yeah, the, the consistent thing seems to be milk jam. It's somewhere between like ice cream and a very dense mousse. And it's just creamy and rich and delicious. And then there's always some sort of like crumbly element. This time there was kind of a crust, but sometimes it's like, again, just like a dusting of like, again, what feels like graham cracker, but it's probably uh-huh. you know, it's a high-end graham cracker. It's crackor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... Would always recommend giving the milk and honey a shot. Um, this was a, maybe one of my least favorite interpretations. Still very good, but yeah. Normally they have some sort of like whipped cream esque element that they serve with it, which is always my favorite. We also got <laughs> chocolate and cake. We got so many things: <laughs> uh, caramelized milk chocolate, raspberry, and brown butter. Also very good. Plated beautifully, even in a takeout container. It withstood the drive here. Looked beautiful when we opened it. Yeah, the best parts were definitely, uh, it was salted on top. Uh, Emily and I are both into a salted chocolate Mm, dessert. mm -hmm. The bites that you got, those big flakes of of sea salt, those were the best. And then the brown butter also came in as the the best part. Otherwise, it was kind of just your standard kind of chocolate-covered cake. cake. Like it was not mind-blowing, but when you got that like perfect piece and you maybe like realized it all together... Pretty, pretty great. Would definitely eat again. Yeah. We should have got dessert. Do we have anything else? Anything else? That's it. I don't think so. All right. Out of five, what are we going to rate it? We're going to start with our guests, Emily and or Tim. Please go. Progress is difficult to deal with because <laughs> it's a expensive roll of the dice. You're going to get rewarded more than you're going to lose or ever be middling, but you're not always going to feel like you got your money's worth on every item. It's definitely best when you're like have four people and just all mm-hmm. sharing stuff and you all just sure. know you're spending more money than you normally would on a meal. I mean, as you could tell with how long this episode ran, it's so fun to talk about this <laughs> yeah. food and to yeah. think about it and to taste it and um, to be like, oh, did you like that weird thing? And yeah, like, I mean, the worst thing about the pandemic is that people who can afford to go to Progress can't sh- you know, share plates and stuff with each other <laughs> right now. <laughs> Just crushing my <laughs> just very nice flow of <laughs> it's a four point five. Uh, you're getting the experience sorry, of Tim. what it's like to be Andy. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, my and Andy's being me. <laughs> so and I'm just observing. <laughs> so let me reiterate, it's a it's a four point yeah. five. Um it's so considered I've had some of the most incredible flavors. I think it rivals a lot of the same pricing level things uh, uh, restaurants I've tried in you know Chicago and other areas but it, it is expensive and it is kind of weird that uh, they seem you know super precious as Andy was saying about certain things which is both good and bad because in the end they are kind of still just in a really like weird Springfield like yeah modern soup mall area yeah. you know like it, it's 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 still like a bizarre uh, 
attempt to like bring all these things together and most of the time they get it right so i'm gonna give it a four i really like that place i don't have as considered of thoughts as tim does but always get the bread always get the carrots always get the milk and honey i say that's a four emily laying it down wow those are my rules (laughs) um i i think as far as like real expensive fancy stuff that you can get in springfield it's top notch. I'd rather go here than a Jalili joint. Uh, I would rather go here than uh, what, what's Pat's last name? Duran. A Duran joint. Uh, I'd certainly rather go there than like Jim's Steakhouse. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think it was fantastic. That being said, uh, it was bougie and it sucks. And <laughs> I give it five. I give it five out of five. I I'm really, also really it, liked it. I'm also giving it five. It's really good. There's nothing else like it in town. They're really good at doing the thing that they're doing. I'm excited that it's here. I think they've gotten better over time, too. Yeah. Uh, I certainly liked it, these two trips better than the previous two trips that I made a couple years ago. Really liked it. Happy we got a chance to cover it. Uh, really good. Walked away from it not feeling that like the prices were crazy for what we received. Yeah, like, it, it was. Yeah. you know, it it, it was high quality. It, I don't know. If we talked about this when we went talked about going to to Metropolitan Grill, mm. but uh, I don't think that was worth it. The price. This was though. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure about that. You know, Andy, yeah. did they uh, sit you in the same corner when it was? Metropolitan Grill? No, they did not. not. (laughs) It was very different. It was more open. They didn't really have a corner to put me. They just scowled. (laughs) That was the night they decided to make the corner. (laughs) They built the corner. (laughs) All right. Let's see if we can do a quick version of uh, Expat Last Meal. Let's do it. Funny bitch. All right, you moved. Kim mm. McCord doesn't like it, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, You're going to die. Get one last meal. Drink, app, entree, dessert, all from locally owned Springfield restaurants. What are you going to do? Drink. Drink. <laughs> and you mentioned that you had prepared last meals plus. I don't even remember what the categories are. If you want to, you can touch on each of those categories, but that's to, to your desire. Uh, my drink is the Bloody Mary from Aviary mm. or a drip coffee from Cherry Picker. Beautiful. But I feel like if I'm going to die... I want to be a little. Yeah. I want to have imbibed and smell sure. going. Absolutely, Tim. I'm so not succinct because there's so many things that I still do love here, and I feel like being away from Springfield makes you like consider all those things and be like, oh, I have to hit here, here, here when you're mm-hmm. back. Um, so it's hard between uh, coffee and beer, both things that I've like learned to love here. Um, I was in the camp of brick and mortar having the best coffee I've ever had in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like uh, their owner made some yeah. unfortunate choices in the last yeah. year. And so um, I feel like coffee ethic slash cherry picker is now my like go-to coffee sources. Um, that being said, beer is like happened here in Springfield and like what got me into craft beer and, uh, and that's something I still really love. Um, so winter grind was my first um, craft beer that I was like, oh, this is something that's not Miller Lite. Um, yeah. And uh, Super Doozy was like a classic uh, from Mothers as well. But I think the current uh, best beer in Springfield is Gravel Bar from um, uh, White River. Been a minute since I've had a Gravel Bar. Would love a Gravel Bar. This is my Alamo beer. Yeah, so glad that exists. We'll probably have a keg of that at our wedding. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. All right. Appetizer. 
All right. I hope I'm not in charge of the keg. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the former best man. I'm only 19. You only get the fun jobs. <laughs> uh, my appetizer is just a good old bread basket from Nona's. Wow. With the olive oil, the garlic. First person to choose a bread basket. I love that choice. I, so good. I'm thinking comfort here if uh-huh. I'm about to die at the hands of Ken McClure. Does that basket have bread dip? Oil and some seasoning? Yeah, absolutely. Well, then it's genius. Yeah. So good. I just realized that if Marcus Satan wins... I know. This is going to be a lot more fun. (laughs) (laughs) I was just thinking about that as we passed all the signs on our way here. Tim? So I was, again, I think we alluded to my cheapness earlier. I never got many apps Growing mm-hmm. up in Springfield, yeah, I was like not no. a big app guy at all. Which is um, why I picked the free bread basket. Right. <laughs> Which is a, a good pick. So I Tim have... would not be mad? <laughs> no, because I also never ordered apps. As oh, a... yeah. Yeah. My family was the same way. Yeah. So there, there are a couple things. Uh, obviously, like the golden bags at Ramatai are top oh, tier. Yeah. Um, Brussels sprouts at the Avery area is probably my favorite sure. Brussels sprout I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Uh, always a good. But I think maybe that first generation carrot at Progress takes the cake. And I don't have it in my notes, but this weekend we had Lindbergh's brunch for the first time. They're a uh, uh, home fries. They're their breakfast potato. Mm. Uh, maybe the single best potato item. So, you know, got to be better than their French fry, which is wild to hear that the French fry underperformed it. when love it. Yeah. that home fry that only it isn't an appetizer, but it comes with a meal. I don't know if what that counts sure. as. You guys need to try those things. Yeah. To. Transcendent. I'm, I think we probably had them on episode. We one. maybe. Ha- yeah. Yeah. That's been a little while. (laughs) All right. Entree time. Wow. Well, Tim alluded to my choice. The ham and jam sandwich from Lindbergh's Brunch. Nice. Gotta be it. I just had it for the first time a couple days ago. Wow. I think ham and jam is what you had for the very first episode. It's not ham, though. It's pulled pork. Mm -hmm. I think they just want to rhyme, you know, but wow. So good. And those, those home fries, breakfast potatoes, whatever that you call them. The best iteration of that I've ever had. So mm. Ooh, it'd be that. Nice. I didn't know if I should go with this in the direction of like what I've had the most or like what I enjoy the most because there are places like uh, Sue's or like Gem of India or Wheelhouse where I've had a ton of food yeah. there over the years and have like introduced me to like new fun flavors. There for a while, the full ride was like, you know, from uh, yep. grad school was like my favorite meal. I think the ZD from Bambino's is like if you're just going to eat a huge portion of pasta, like that's maybe. The best tier that exists. But my favorite restaurant in the entire world is Ramatai. And Mm. I think the pumpkin curry is my favorite dish. Max Spice. I want to sweat. Get me a spice tray. Let's go. Yeah. They they bring you out the four different spice options. Yeah. Yeah. I miss eating inside a Ramatai. Oh, boy. Just one of the best. One of the best. All right. Desserts. I know this isn't technically... Locally owned, but people say it all the time. I think if I'm gonna die, I gotta have some Andes. Oh, so I think we're gonna allow that. Yeah, I'm they're headquartered that. here. Yeah. All right, yeah. I was gonna say the milk and honey from Progress, but I'm gonna have to get a jackhammer, peanut butter in the middle, mm. Oreos mixed in. Nice. Then nice. Take wow. me out. Respectable. Kill her. I want yeah, that right you. now. Not kill her. Just <laughs> kill her. Kill her. <laughs> Killer choice. Thank you for clarifying. 
Dessert for Tim. Um, milk and honey is way up there. Prairie pie, honey, uh, custard is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, Andy's is always up in the consideration, but thanks to you guys, uh, growing up, I never went to Supreme Bakery. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. It just wasn't in my family. And then the, hearing you guys rave about it, I was like, oh, I got to give this a shot. Going to a fritter Friday, getting <sighs> six fritters for the cost yep. of five, trying you know one of each flavor, maybe doubling up on a flavor depending on what they have. Oh, my goodness. Yep. All-time great episode, verena-free. I I don't know how the bread was, but I think of things in terms of how good our episodes were. (laughs) (laughs) What a great pick. Yeah, the best fritters of what is an incredible class of dessert. Yeah. Kill (laughs) them. I'm sorry, kill them. That's a good one. A lot of great choices. A lot of great choices. Thanks for sharing those. Fantastic. Now, get. Back to Chicago before <laughs> Ken McClure gets you. Oh, boy. I don't know if we have anything else planned. Yeah, we got time for one more segment, uh, and it's the segment that we always close out the show with. It's a quick phone call. Okay. Ring. Ring. Click. The lines have been ringing off the hook the whole episode, and one lucky person's going to get through. I did. Our, I already answered. Hello? Oh, hi. Hi. Hello. Hey, you guys recording a spring football episode? We sure are. Who may I ask who's calling? Oh, this is Tyson. Judge? Judge Tyson. Tyson Chicken. Oh, Tyson. <laughs> Tyson Chicken. Yeah. <laughs> First yeah. name Tyson, last name Chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I guess so. All right. What's up, Tyson? Hey, see, see y'all. Yeah, I mean, you guys. You ever, you, you started all with y'all together? corrected to you guys. You, you normally all eat together before before the before the podcast with your guests. Uh, not in a long time. First first time in a long time. But you tonight. did today. We did, yeah. Oh, that's cool. I'm, I'm excited to hear it. Oh, what did you guys have? We we spent at least an hour talking about it. You can oh, go back and listen later. We had progress. Oh, no. I was. Man, that sounds good. You, you guys have any sites? Yeah. <laughs> kind of sides you get? We had several sides. Some carrots. Anything? Oh, some okay. kind of crab oh. thing. I had some, uh, crab I had some potatoes. Oh, pota- <laughs> potatoes as a side? That sounds like garbage. <laughs> Did somebody say carrots? Yeah. Nasty. <laughs> Y'all ever... I mean, you guys... Y'all ever... Y'all ever think about maybe switching it up, varying up your side options? <laughs> this started to sound familiar. <laughs> what kind of sides were you thinking there? Yeah. Oh, y'all, y'all could y'all could get something. You, you all could get. You, you ever? I don't know, maybe something crunchy, <laughs> some crispy, something mm-hmm. something puffed, like perhaps. Oh yeah, a little puffed, a little puffed, a little puffed. Oh, like chicken, maybe with chicken. I'm like a. Salty and buttery. <laughs> and salty buttery side. Crispy crunchy. <laughs> what do you mean? Like popcorn? That's right, folks. <laughs> it's me, Wendy Williams. <laughs> the formerly cigarette smoking robot here on the Spring Food Moo Hotline. And I'm here to tell you popcorn as a side is coming for you. And I didn't get a chance to come back on the show for Mark Starch Madness. But there's lots of things you can do with popcorn. And I'm not letting this go. Dang it. And popcorn as a side is going to take off big. 
I think I wonder if Wendy Williams saw the spreadsheet and said, I got to get up to Cold Stone levels of a number of appearances. You're goddamn right, I did. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I want to be the number one guest on the show before it's all over. I, by golly, I got legs. My, okay. my whole bit has all sorts of stuff. So, okay, I, my, I'm just questioning your motivation for coming to tell us about this. Okay, so we don't... It, we, I could go to a place and order popcorn as a side. Places don't offer that. So why aren't you going to restaurants to ask them to do that? To add it to their menu? <laughs> Well, y'all, I mean, Ronnie's asking us why we why we well, go. Oh, Ron's here too. Ron, put Ron on the line. It's <laughs> Ronald McDonald, the formerly cigarette smoking robot, on the line here. And, uh, just here to tell you that's never going to work, Andy. You can't just walk into these restaurants. These are dignified folks, not like you and the little freaks you got on your little show. <laughs> we tell yous to do it, and we get it in the people's heads. And then the people start going out and they're typing on their Facebook like, ooh, popcorn as a side sounds pretty interesting. And then the restaurant tours see this and it's it, it takes off like gangbusters. Soon enough, you got 30 different branded sandwiches with popcorn as a side. How <laughs> <laughs> about a popcorn sandwich? Wendy Williams back here. Popcorn sandwich would never work. That's ridiculous, Andy. You sound like a freaking idiot right now. It also sounds like an entree. I mean, <laughs> oh right. Have you not been like, listening? Yeah, it's clearly more of an entree. You haven't seen which as a side. I don't think so. Anywho, we should get going. It's getting a little late here on the East Coast. <laughs> Where I am, it's, yeah, it's later here right now. That's right, folks. Here in New York City, I could hear the wheels spinning as you figured that out. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> you always hear the wheels spinning here on the busy streets of New York, and I'm sure Tim and Emily have something to say about that with their city living life. But I'm not gonna stick around long enough to hear it. This has been Ronald McDonald, the cigarette smoking robot, signing off over the phone. And this is Wendy Williams, the formerly cigarette smoking robot, or android, I guess. And Ronald <laughs> McDonald's also formerly cigarette smoking. <laughs> we have kicked the habit. And I am so glad to be on the. Bye. <laughs> wow. Finally, oh, some resolution to that. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm really glad that they called in and for our normal. Call in segment uh -huh. that we always have at the end of the show. It's wild. The the, the tower has some very old fashioned phones here. Uh -huh. I didn't yes. know what your phone system uh -huh. was going to look mm -hmm. like. Yeah. I was yeah, expecting absolutely. something a little more more modern, mm -hmm. but yeah, yeah. And they, oh. yeah they they sent they say bring bring. <laughs> yeah, I actually didn't see the phones. I only I only heard oh, them. Oh yeah, just assumed. Yeah. 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 yeah, the classic. Yeah. All right, tell us about chopping veg, Tim, real quick. I might even lay it on us. Chop and veg. Uh, about three years ago, uh, some people at work made fun of me for bringing the same salad to work every day and to be, have, you know, very considered thoughts as to how to construct the lunch salad uh, and said that I should, you know, make an Instagram. So I take a picture of a salad uh, almost every day yeah. and post it to the internet. It's a great Instagram. You were saying you got 300 salad pics on there. Wow. They're framed the same way, but different like variations to each picture. It's really fun to scroll down it. Yeah, if anyone wants to talk about how to make their salads um, more fulfilling in either a taste or uh, literal sense in your belly, uh, I'm happy to, to do that. So, 
All right, hit nice. me up. <laughs> Slide into the DMs of Chup and Vitch. I haven't, I haven't thought about putting popcorn on top yet. So maybe, oh, a, maybe we'll do some yeah. experimentation. Bring, 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 bring. Click. You know, just for the record, and I can't hear what's going on on the show right now. This is Wendy Williams, Worley Cigarettes, Smoking Robot here. Uh, but uh, I just want to reiterate, popcorn is not like a topping to a, a dish or like another type of dish. It is its own side, and it is, it's just buttered popcorn on the side of another dish, and that is all, and uh, you, y'all have a good night. I just wanted to make sure everybody had that clear. Not sure if y'all were so approaching it, it that subject. It can only be a side. <laughs> you can't use it in any other context. So movies are done. It has to come aside and entree. Listen, you little rat. Don't you I'm just on. asking. I'm being inquisitive. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I. Uh, <laughs> what is movie theater popcorn? But aside to the wonderful dish that is cinema. <laughs> and that's all, folks. That's <laughs> me, Ronald McDonald, signing off once again on the phone. <laughs> Click. <laughs> Clicked that time when it turned off. <laughs> it's well, so loud in the room. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I know. We, well, they run the phones through the loudspeakers. <laughs> I think I need to be done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's bedtime for Andy. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Emily and Tim, for spending your entire uh, evening. Oh, yeah. Doing better part of Thank, thank you, you so much yeah. for having us. Yeah. 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 And thank you so much for listening. Yes. We're, we're so and, glad uh, to have subscribing you. Subscribing and always. Wonderful listeners and subscribers. Being really encouraging about stuff that I'm involved with. And now, Dan. Dan's. He's. He's just going to keep skyrocketing upwards from here. Yeah, Dan, see you at the wedding. <laughs> That's right. Go get your tux. It's free. <laughs> yes, where, and where do I pick that up from? We'll John Suit Shop. <laughs> oh. Make the look affordable. Name brand suits for less. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to Spring Food Mo. We really appreciate it. If you'd like to hear two bonus episodes per month, join the Spring Food Mo Tower Club. Go to towerclub.springfoodpod.com. On one episode, we talk about whatever, and on the other, we review all the new restaurants in town. Joining the Tower Club is only $5 a month. Half of that helps us put on the podcast, and the other half is donated to Ozarks Food Harvest to help fight hunger in the Ozarks. So you're saying listeners can donate money to a good cause and get two more episodes of our dumb show? That's what I'm saying, Dan. $5 a month at towerclub.springfoodpod.com. Cool. Thanks for the money. <laughs> Spring Food Media. Progress. Wait, wow. be- before we get to progress. <laughs> it's okay. We've got That's a, a classic we've got move. A, a I bit love it. that we want to bring in. Oh boy, is, please. We, oh no. We, we do. We brought some oh, we do. We do. We brought some gifts from Chicago for you guys. Oh my. Oh, no. This is actually our Trader Joe's bag <laughs> that we will want back. Yeah. <laughs> but, um I don't oh, know. Oh no. That exactly what heavy. all Dan's into, so you just split up however you want, but wow. it's Chicago wears that travel well. Thank you so much. Oh, Did you get I, some Malort? Dude. <laughs> Hot Jardinera. Ooh, that's lovely. From a place real close to where we live. It's delicious. Coffee. Beers and coffee? I will make this for us next time. Oh, no, that's show coffee now. That's absolutely show coffee. This is for you. Oh, beaut. It's just a multi pack of just wonderful Chicago beers. Thank you so much. Those will be recorded beers, too. Thank you so much, guys. You didn't have to do that. Yeah, Uh, of course. 
already in debt to you, and uh, you, you, you fund already, our enterprise. I was going to say we we charged you two hundred dollars to come on this episode. <laughs> oh you didn't have to give us. <laughs> well, you shouldn't have put else. it that way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't get the invoice. <laughs> well, I just never think about it in terms of the full dollar amount. You know. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's why we all, do payment plans. Money's all ethereal now. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can't even see it. Yeah, that's true. 